Good afternoon. You've got Living Writers. I'm T. Hetzel. Today, Tyree Guyton is here in the studio. And I'm so, so very happy to see you, Tyree. And, and thanks so much for coming down to the station. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks for picking the songs. You're, um, yeah, you start us off with um, a little Miles, Miles Davis. Miles Davis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to even stop it, right? Once he was getting, get, getting going there. I'm ready to explode. <laughs> what, one of, and that's what you were listening to as you were coming to Ann Arbor today. Yeah. Is that right? Yes. 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 Driving into town from Detroit. And... Listening to Miles on this very, very beautiful day. It is beautiful out there, yes, it isn't is. it? Yes. Um, September 23rd, 2015. Here we are, mm-hmm. right? Oh, mm-hmm. what, yes. What time is it? It's, it's, <laughs> it's all of it. Uh, everything is everything. Well, Tyree, you're in. You're here on campus um, this week and next, and and you're you've got an exhibit at UMA and at Das Gallery right now. Um, two exhibits. Yes. <laughs> Whoever has that, right? <laughs> <laughs> and and so folks can go and check them out. We've also got a couple of events coming up tomorrow, Thursday at four o'clock. Um, that one will be in Haven Hall, Tyree. Is yeah. that one? Yes. It, yes. And there's a yeah uh, yeah this talk. Yes, it's going to be there tomorrow. Will it be at the exhibit itself? Will you be giving, or will it? I believe it's going to be downstairs, if I'm okay. not mistaken. Yeah. Maybe a, a larger space to accommodate more people, and then they can go up to the gallery itself. To, I believe to that's see. the plan. Okay, because the gallery is, is um, the Das Gallery, I have to say, it was my first time there yesterday to see you. And thank you so much for talking with my, my class, um, because I, I think... Um, I think it's not overstating it to say that I think you were changing some lives in that moment, Tyree. Um, I know you did mine um, for being there. It's reciprocal, you know. Change is everywhere. And coming here, and uh, I had a great time talking to those young folks yesterday. They made me think. think, They made me think. How so? so? Well, the exchange, you know, we was having a conversation and learning to listen. And I was listening to those young people. Uh, those young people, they keep me young. They keep me on my toes. They keep me thinking. It's, and it seems like young people and children, are they're a part of the Heidelberg Project mission, and it has been for 30 years. Because the other exhibit, I should say, before we, we go on is um, the one at UMA, The Art of Tyree Guyton, A 30-Year Journey. And this will be, it's, it's up now through January 3rd, 2016, which actually gets us in to your 30th year because you began Heidelberg Project in 1986, Tyree. That's correct. Could you tell us a little bit about 
what brought you to that moment in 1986? What was surrounding it? How, what happened? I was a young student, art student over at the College for Creative Studies, and I was trying to find my way. And I remember in 1986, April 6th to be exact, I had an epiphany. It hit me. I saw it and I heard it. And I went out there and I started creating the Heidelberg Project. And it's it seems like seeing and hearing, you, you talk about that. Can you, what do you mean when you say that? What did you see? What did you hear? Was it the wind? Was it, or making, moving things around? Or what, what did you? Well, what? it's kind of like the John Coltrane. Uh, we're just listening to Coltrane. Or oh. we, yeah, well, we will at the break, right? Because <laughs> we've got, we'll let everyone know, um, we've got giant steps queued up Absolutely. for the, the next break. And maybe. So, what did I hear? Yeah. What... I heard something so beautiful, it gave me a visual, which was the Heidelberg Project. So, a vision. I saw, yes, a vision. And I would have to say to you, straight from God. And, and were you seeing. Um, colors or were you seeing or was it just parts that then you had to go actually outside and start being in the the, the on the street itself in the environment yeah you're out there in the environment you're listening and you it, it's like a great relationship it's like this great marriage and you're listening and it's an exchange and i begin to see colors and i begin to see things and i begin to understand the importance of utilizing the space, you know, taking the space and putting something in that space. Concept, it was a concept, and then came the reality, and here we have today the Heidelberg Project. And for 30 years. Hallelujah. Like that, that is, I mean, it's almost unbelievable. It's like, um, it's a tremendous amount of time, year after year, to, um, believe in this project and to sustain it, Tyree. Um, because the Heidelberg Project has had its share of, it has its supporters and it has its the people whose lives it's changing, keeps changing lives um, positively, um, giving hope. Um, but it also has the people who have been against it. Sometimes the city of Detroit even, t you know, taking down some of the houses. Um, some of the neighbors even have been the not, world. The, some, <laughs> and what I've said to those young people who came over for the talk yesterday, I deal with the whole world. It's like David and Goliath. Um, so the the city, the world, you know, the art, uh, uh, the world, the the art world itself, institutions, all of it. You have to know who you are, and you have to learn what it means to to be strong in the world. And not let it get you down, but being in control the best you can. I love what I do and the passion and the fact that I love it. And if you love something so much, nothing can stop it. Not, not a city bringing bulldozers. Not the world. Not the world. So is that, so is that, it's because that sounds like a lot of pressure to me, actually, Tyree. Is that something that you feel like um, fuels the passion, that fuels the project? Or is it something that maybe is part of a struggle that you grapple with to sustain the Heidelberg Project? You have to reach a point of consciousness where you can make lemonade with no lemons. 
And as you get older, you realize the importance of learning how to juggle and wearing a lot of hats. You control it, and you don't let it control you. That's where I'm at in my way of thinking about life. You make the good out of it. You live to be good. You live to be better. You live to be great. So it's not a challenge anymore. I've weathered the storm. And there have been storms. Love them. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Because you need opposition. If you've never been through anything, how are you going to tell somebody something about going through the world, the ups and downs of this world? You got to go through something. You have to pay a price. Yeah. Go through something to say something. It makes you. It shapes you. It's like working in the, the studio. You're putting it together. It's making you think. You hang in there, and all of a sudden, you create a masterpiece. And you are actually, some of some transformation that's happening right now is you're still in the Heidelberg Project. You're still this, this sustaining this project. Um, but you're also working in the studio. Um, you were away for a year in Switzerland, Tyree? Loved it. Loved Basel, Switzerland. Love it. Getting ready to go to China. And and did did you have a studio space in Switzerland? Is that something that changed things for you? Oh yes, I tell you, you know, to get away from the the, <clears throat> the city or to get away from the country and to go someplace else, you know, it helps to grow you. You begin to realize that we live in this very big world, this very interesting world, this very complex world, but at the same time it's perfect. And I love it. I love meeting people. And I think that's so interesting, Tyree, because I'm thinking that part of your life is always meeting people. Like you are a public artist. That's part of the art itself. Like the making is being on the street, putting a paintbrush in someone else's hand, not just your own, right? And so how was the experience when you were in Switzerland, like where you weren't on Heidelberg Street, you weren't in this this place that you'd been building, and the, where you grew up, too. Yes. And where your mom lives now. To get away from it and to see it from afar, you know, to... to to just leave it and to go someplace else to to learn and to think about it giving it a chance to to become what it needs to be what is what is what do you think that is is it something it hydrobiology two plus two equals eight one two three equals one being able to know that if you if it was to leave it, that it would live on, creating a legacy, letting other people run that project, making other people part of it, building those bridges and making connections all over the world. That's why I went to Switzerland. I went over it an exchange, uh, a conversation, seeing it from a different, uh, from a different country, uh, meeting new people, uh, learning a little bit about the language. And it, it was just wonderful. It's, it's awesome to, to get away and to, um, and to see and to come to understand that everything in this universe is connected. We're all connected. 
That's what I saw. And I can't wait to go to China to build some bridges, to meet people. Where will you go in China? Shenzhen. And what is it? Um, will you be there and also in a, will you have a studio? What's, what do you, what have, what's going to happen there? Uh, I'm going to have a studio. I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm going to go over and, and create some great art. I'm going to go over and meet some great artists. Go over and build some bridges. Uh, talk about what's possible. Using the imagination to visualize new possibilities. So I'm excited. Well, you do you think that you will, um, when you are exchanging ideas with these artists, do you imagine that maybe some of them, because they must, they will know about you and about this thirty-year project. <laughs> um, do you think that do people ask you to sort of bring? a spirit of the like the Heidelbergology or the Heidelberg project to their city or mm-hmm. yes well i want to say this i made heidelberg heidelberg did make me so i am heidelberg and so when i go over to like china i'm i'm heidelberg so i'm just going to go over there and create an extension of what heidelberg is with the two plus two equals eight, Heidelbergology, and sharing it with the folks over in that country. And so reaching out to people, to individuals. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's kind of, that's so, it's, it's so lovely, Tyree, because what you're thinking, it's, um, you said yesterday to the class too, is that it's just everybody is like one, like everyone is one, like all people. I believe that. We're all one. It's only one race. It's the human race. We are all in this world, in this, you know, here, in this creation. We're all the same. Everyone, we're going to take a short break. We're going to hear John Coltrane's Giant Steps now. And this song, when we come back, maybe Tyree will tell us a little bit about the importance of this this song and his life. Um, I'm T. Hetzel. You've got Living Writers Today. Tyree Guyton is here. We'll be right back.
You've got Living Writers. I'm T. Hetzel. Today on the program, Tyree Guyton is here in the studio, and his art is around us here on campus. You, everyone, you've got these great opportunities. UMA right now has an exhibit, The Art of Tyree Guyton, A 30-Year Journey. Um, there's also an event on Friday, um, 5.30, at the UMA's Helmut Stern Auditorium. Uh, you and Janine Whitfield... Um, and maybe a couple of other people will be on a panel talking about celebrating the 30 years, right, Tyree? And then, um, and maybe even thinking about what's next for Heidelberg Project. Well, 30 years, a 30-year journey. Uh, life has been good. It's been great. It's been bad. It's been ugly. It's been all of that. But it's been wonderful. You need all of that. At least I did. Let me speak for myself. You know, the, the changes, the ups and downs, not knowing, living in this world, and you don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. But I want to say this here. For me, it's important that I paint as much as possible. What's it like when you have the, the paintbrush in your hand, Tyree? What can, what? It's like a magic wand. What happens? Oh, my, I go crazy. I, it's it's like being it's like the spirit of God is all in me. I mean, it's like being in church, and also you get, you know, the spirit jumps into you, and you want to dance. When I have that paintbrush in my hand, I see God. And I feel magic. And you're dancing. Absolutely. When you're feeling also magic, is it something that you're you're half aware of, or is it something where you're out of yourself and you're sort of beyond limits? Uh, myself, personally speaking for myself, I go into another zone. It's like oh, I'm happy, and 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 I don't even think about time. Time is not important. The only thing that's important at that moment is that I'm in that zone. It's so, and time is disappears. Absolutely. So how how also wonderful and complicated that then the Das Gallery exhibit is the title of it is what time is it? What time is it? Can you tell us a little bit about this exhibit, Tyree? Um, what I mean, what what it means to you, and why why you called it that? Well, it came to me last year. Um, you know, we was dealing with some fires, a series of fires, and I was sitting there contemplating on what to do next. I was going through some um, emotional changes myself, but I was learning the importance of being still. And I was telling the reporter that I didn't want to say anything because I just wanted to be quiet so I could hear myself. And then that day came. I heard it. And I heard it to the point that I saw it. And what I heard, it said to me to put trees, up to put clocks all over the Heidelberg Project. And I start painting these clocks, and I start hearing it. And the more I heard it, the more I start painting clocks and putting them up all over the project. Then it came to me, what time is it? It's my time. It's time to do something greater. If you burn it down, I'm going to do something else. And in this case, I'm going to put clocks up there to talk about a new time, a new purpose, and a new vision. What time is it? It's my time. Tyree, so this is, and what time is it? This is in the desk gallery right now, on the yes. first floor of Haven. Yes. And tomorrow, Thursday, at 4 o'clock, people can go and hear a talk yes. that you'll be giving. And this talk also is featuring music, isn't it? Yes. Are you going to be playing some Coltrane tomorrow, too? Oh, I have to. <laughs> got to. I got to play, play some Coltrane. You know, when I was working on this show, The Clocks, I was listening to miles and I've listened to Coltrane and 
in my studio. I was mm-hmm. listening um, in a way where I began to see it, and the more I would listen to that music, the more I would get, I would I, I, I began to see it. Those clocks, putting those clocks in that gallery, bringing that exhibition or that body of work here to this university and to have that conversation with students. What time is it? What is it like for you then to see, because the, the clocks are now everywhere all over Heidelberg's street, right? And what is it like then to enter into the gallery and to see them framed in this different place? Taking it all to one environment, and putting it into another environment, which here it's a little more sophisticated. You know, it's um, it's it's a school. It's a school of higher learning, but to take it out of that Heidelberg environment and to put it here, it's my way of showing the world it's all connected. And it seems like it was by creating that space. Um, I can say from seeing stu- my students come in yesterday and having you talk with them, um, a re- genuine conversation where you, you welcomed their questions as well. But Tyree, you were ready. You were asking them questions that were so, they were such big questions. Like, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you here in this creation? Who are you? What do you want to do? I know you're here at this university, but when you leave here, what do you want to do? What time is it? And time, having it be something that's that's um, that we're all adhering to, right, as we organize our day around it, but knowing that there's these, it's man-made as well, and then these layers of it, because in a way, maybe the students will have four years here if they're they're just freshmen or so, but how, how strangely the time moves at different paces when you're experiencing anything. Like for you with painting, it's disappearing, the time, but it's still passing. Mm-hmm. For now. For now, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Are you gonna make it still? <laughs> um, well, I, 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 well, everything is moving in, in the universe. <clears throat> I uh, proposed a question to one of the students. I said, uh, had her to look at the clock, and I said, are the hands moving? And she said, no. And I said, look again. Are they moving? Everything's moving. Everything. The world, the universe is evolving. It's rotating. It's in space. People are moving. Time is moving. Everything's moving. Even when it appears that it's not, it's moving. So when you're when you're also creating things, Tyree, is the um, is the dynamic movement like how you're physically moving also something that's that's key? Because in the Heidelberg project, you're working in such like large spaces. You're even and you even go go beyond the project to find pieces to bring back to it. For example, when you were thinking about Rosa Parks um, some years ago. You, you found a bus and brought it to the site. Speak it into, exi- into existence. If you believe something, if you speak it, if you see it in your mind, you can make it tangible. You can make it real. You are what you think. So I met Miss Parks. I put the word out there, and all of a sudden the bus came. 
I spoke it into existence. I believe that we have the, the power within to create a reality, a new reality, like the Rosa Park bus. I visualized that. I thought about it. And so you found, you managed, and somehow the, you thought, you thought, visualized the bus. Then there was a bus. Was it from 1956? 1955. 55. That was the year you were born, Tyree. That as connection. Well. There's and the this connection. is the year with Rosa Parks. Absolutely. And the bus is, that was the year the bus was made. I want to go back to what I said earlier. It's all, all connected. connected. <laughs> <Right>. Even the <laughs> even if we sound crazy saying right. it. That's <laughs> right. And I'll be the first to raise my hand and say I'm crazy and don't try to fix me. <laughs> right, because it's part of the passion. I love it. I love being real crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to say more about that, Tyree? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, real crazy. Well, I'm not afraid of it. Is that art? It is art. How? It's it's art. We we are always changing. Uh, I'm going to see if I can explain this. I was thinking about it on the way up here. Uh, the universe was created, and I'm part of this creation. At the same time, when I'm creating and when I do my art, I'm also being created. That's right. I'm learning. I'm changing. I'm being created every single moment. Your choices make you who you are. Absolutely. What you do makes you who you are. What you mm -hmm. think makes you who you are. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, 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 I believe that. And I love the fact that I know it now. I know it. I know it. Was that hard one? Was that hard to learn? No. It came with, with resistance. You know, a lot of times as we grow up in life, we don't want to change. It'll make you change. <laughs> Life makes you change. Right. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to. We want to fight with the fact that we are changing. I remember when I had a head full of hair. Now I don't, you know. So, I mean, do I go buy me some more hair or do I accept the fact that I don't have that anymore? I accept the fact that I don't have that anymore. I've been there. I want to see where it's going to take me next. That sounds like like a way of peace, like a path. Not that everything that happens will be peaceful, but that you're part in it as you move through it or within it. You know, I just turned 60. Happy birthday. Thank you, in August. I just turned 60. I'm at the mountaintop. How so? And I'm not afraid that if I should die tomorrow, I don't have no regrets. I've done something. I... I believe there is something greater that awaits me. I look forward to seeing it. I want to be part of that. I've been here in this creation. Now, what awaits me on the other side? And I look forward to that. And you will have, you have some ideas about that, even practically speaking, while the transition time, yes. right? What, what do you want as that? moment comes may it not be very soon Tyree well you never know we never know but That's... I'm not afraid of that you know Socrates uh, you know he said if you're afraid of dying you can't live I want to live because we're dying absolutely all the time every moment I'm not afraid of that so every day that I'm here in this great creation like today this beautiful sunny day 
I'm going to make the best of it. I'm going to make the, I'm going to live it to the fullest. I, you know, I'm not going to wait for the world to make me happy. I'm going to make me happy. And I'm so excited. <laughs> and I can't say that enough, that I'm excited about this moment. I'm excited about life right now. I'm excited about these two exhibitions here at this, at this institution, here at the University of Michigan. I'm excited about that. A chance to share with the world, to bring it together after 30 years, this beautiful journey, and to say to the world, I'm going to put it in a space here. And I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to tell you a story. I can't tell you the whole story, but I'm going to tell you a little piece of it. I'm going to give you a little piece of the pie. Some glimmers. Yes. Of the magic. I'm going to make you want more. Yes. And also in, be invited to go to Heidelberg Street. Yeah. Yeah. And wherever else in the world you're going, Tyree, oh. right? You know, you said Heidelberg Street. I remember a couple of years ago, a few years ago, I was over in Heidelberg, Germany. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Took the cable car up and went up to the castle, the Heidelberg Castle. What, is it like Disney? Oh, it's it's, no. it's, it's, it's much deeper than Disney. It's, but, okay. it's a, you know, because you think about the castle, you think about the war between Germany and France, and here's this castle that's been around ever since the 17th century. But it makes you think about time, about the past, and here we are living in the future, and this castle is still part of that. Our artifacts. Let's take a short break, Tyree, and then we'll come back. We'll talk some more today on Living Writers. Tyree Guyton is here. The Art of Tyree Guyton, a 30-year journey at UMA. Das Gallery features What Time Is It? New work by Tyree Guyton. I'm T. Hetzel. We'll be back. <laughs> If you're just tuning in, I'm glad you did. You've got Living Writers. I'm T. Hetzel. Today, Tyree Guyton is here in the studio. Just sitting here digging that coat, that Coltrane piece, catting around. Yeah. Right here, C, uh, WCBN. 
Ann Arbor, Michigan. That's right. Good to be here. It's Campus be here. Radio, radio. <laughs> gotta love it, right? I did. I love it. I love it. But you know, as I sit here, um, as I sit here having this conversation with you, it, it takes me back to the 80s when I was a young student over at the College for Creative Studies. And I remember my instructor said to me, he said, what do you really want to do with your artwork? I had to really think about that question. How old were you then, Tyree? Too? I, was, I was 28, 29, 28, yeah. Because you had, you had done some military service, like you had gone abroad? Yes, United States Army, came back here. You know, as a young person, I, I believed in fighting for my country because I believed in the, you know, in the system. But I would have to say, uh, uh, over the years, I, it, I'm at a point I've had to ask a lot of questions today if I was to enlist in the military now. A lot of questions, a lot of questions. But, but something that I did when I was in art school, my uh, instructor told me to lock myself up in the studio. And he said, I want you to paint yourself. I want you to listen to John Coltrane. Stay in the studio for two weeks. Two weeks. Smoke a joint. <laughs> Told me to smoke a joint. And you, so, you know, if your professor tells you to do that, you got to do it. And then he said, paint yourself. And uh, he said, but I want you to paint yourself naked. So I did it. So put the paint on your skin. Oh, I tell you. Not I, paint a self-portrait. No, paint your <laughs> flesh. It felt so good. Boy, it felt so good. And so it was, that's... Changed the... my life because I became it. And that was his point. If you're going to be an artist, if you're going to be a great artist, you got to become it. And the only way to become it, you got to paint yourself. That's what he told me. I also think that the joint probably helped me to, um, to do that. Open up some... <laughs> Some other ideas. Yes, made me <laughs> and think. And the Coltrane. Yes. Hearing it. You listen to Coltrane. I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about Giant Steps. <sighs> the song we heard earlier on the program, second song, right? Giant Steps all around you. Taking that giant step in life. Yourself. Absolutely. Becoming yourself. Who are you? Believing in yourself. Loving yourself. Giant steps. And Tyree, you actually, you have a polka dot. Yes. On your arm. Yes. When I die, <clears throat> my whole body is going to be covered with dots. I'm going to have artists, family folks come into polka dots, to put polka dots all over my body. I've left it in my will. And if they don't do it, I'm coming back from the dead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, if you say that, then they're not going to do it because they're going to want to see you, Tyree. <laughs> no, I'll tell you, I, don't, I can see them now. You know? <laughs> That's right. We don't want this guy coming back. <laughs> yeah. But polka dots, all colors. Yes. And then, and then you want to go to Heidelberg Street, oh. polka dot. Po on covered display, in polka dots. On display, invite the public to come and see me. And I've said it to some people, and I'm saying it to your radio listeners today. You hear it, everybody. I'm going to become a work of art myself. 
And people will say, he did it to the end. He became what he talked about. He became a work of art. I can see it. I can see it, and I love it, and I'm ready. When the time comes. <laughs> you know what? When um, we haven't talked about Grandpa Sam Mackey yet, and, my best friend, and and so such a influence in your life in every in in so many ways. Absolutely. And you chose several of his pieces, um, so that one wall has Grandpa Sam Mackey's art in it. And you mentioned yesterday that um, his work was also, he had had shows in Paris yep. before he died. <clears throat> he, he was a house painter. House painter, painter turned artist. And like in it, because you say, could you mind if I <laughs> quote you to you for a second, Tyree? Like you say that he put a paintbrush in your hand at, when you were nine years old. And then you put a paintbrush back in his hand. 88. At 88. 88. Gave me a paintbrush. I was nine. Fireworks went off in my head. I knew it. I heard it. I knew it. I felt it. It, was, it became, it was like a magic wand. He knew because he told me. He knew it. So I'm going to teach you how to paint. So he would take me with him when I was a kid. He was a house painter, he had his own business. And um, he was teaching me how to mix colors. Mm -hmm. Teaching me the importance of balancing your paint and, and uh, uh, how to stack paint on top of paint. Um, the importance of creating the base. And so um, it's, it's something that I'll never forget. I can see it now as I sit here talk, talking about it. I can see it. And he was he was also uh, the spark with the polka dots. Yes, him and I uh, was sitting in, in, in the kitchen at his house, which is the house with all of the dots on it. We was talking about a plan B. The city had just demolished part of the project. And Grandpa said to me, was having a meeting. He said, we got to come up with a plan B. He had some jelly beans on the table. I looked at him, I was listening, and I looked over at the jelly beans, and I said, plan B, jelly beans, let's poke it out the house. And it just grew, and it became a movement. What, how so? What is, what do the polka dots mean? I was downtown one day, I was coming out of the courtroom, I was down there fighting with the city, and I said to Ch Channel 7, I said, if they should come over and, and tear down the project again, I said, I'm gonna poke it out the whole city. <laughs> So if you say it, yes. you got to do it. And so I put it out, I put the word out there, and uh, people started coming from all over the place, and they wanted to be part of that movement, polka dot in the city. So if we're, you can find polka dots, just across in every neighborhood, then around the city, you know, they had, over the years it began to weather, and and the city tore down some of those 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 houses and buildings and stuff. But you can every now and then you might run across a polka dot here and there. So it carries on. And yes. there can always be new polka dots. Yes, but it's time to take them around the world. So I'm right. taking my polka dots around the world, me building those connections and building those bridges. And you've and you've got the polka dot tattoo. Yes, as well. And um, 
So and so with Grandpa Mackey, he um when it was it was also it was hard on all of you when the project was raised by the city the second time. Yes right? and no. Or okay. <clears throat> yeah, I shouldn't assume. <laughs> yeah, hard at hard at first. But once reality sets in, once again, reality versus concept, reality sets in, then you create a new concept. So hard at first, you move on, you let the dust settle, and you do something greater. Stronger. I believe in Bolder. That. Yes. It makes you courageous. You have to be courageous in the world today. So in this, the latest arson, Tyree, you had a dream that maybe before this happened. Yeah, the first, yeah, before the fires. Before the fires. Yes. Which started, was it 2013? Was that? Yes. Okay. So you, you had had a dream before this, this happened and you saw the houses on fire. Um, what has been how you've become stronger from this? Because this is separate. This isn't the city taking it down. This is an individual or a group, it seems it's different. It's not the government. You never know. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, we're talking about the real world. Nothing surprises me when you think about the real world. I don't know, I don't care. I just know that it's important that I do something else. Um, I had this dream, I mentioned it uh, to you before, I was living in Switzerland. I dreamt and saw the project on fire prior to the fires. I believe, and I'm going to go and, and I'm going to talk about it from a philosophical point of view. Nothing is out of order in this creation from my point of view. I believe the powers to be was getting me ready for something greater. So I, saw, I had this dream, saw it, came back home, and then I began to witness these different fires. We had 12 fires. All I can tell you today, when you come to the Heidelberg Project today, you don't see no signs of it. Other than the fact that I took the foundations of two of those homes, three of those homes, and decided that I would build on those foundations and create something new, the old versus the new, and create a new reality, a new reality, a newology, which is Heidelbergology. You learn from the past. And you step out on faith to create something greater. In one of those projects, there's actually a, a video installation at UMA. One of the ways that you're addressing, you're not, you're transforming Heidelberg Project with one of the foundations. Yes. Um, with the record that the house um, that used to have all the albums all over it. Can house you, of Soul. House of Soul. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Here's a house. I covered the house with thousands of, of uh, albums, vinyl, the house, it came to me. If you're going to talk to the world today, you have to go deep. You have to touch people's souls. And you it's have Motown, to too, yes. right? It's, it's connecting to the, the heart of the city. Yeah, yeah. Motown is known all over the world. Detroit, the city of Detroit is known all over the world. I don't care where I go in the world. They know about Motown. And they know about the D. They know about the city of Detroit. So I came back home from Switzerland and decided I was going to create that house, cover it with vinyl, albums, and call it the House of Souls. So we had a fire. 
And I tell you, I decided to take the foundation, save it, build something new on it. And so now I'm creating a new project. And this new project, I'm calling it the holy place because I'm going deeper, deeper in my mind. The fires, I, I think what the fires has done for me that touched my soul in such a way that my greatness want, want, wants to come out now. And so in this new house, this new structure, using that foundation from the fires to create something new, something greater, I'm excited about it. Oh, I'm excited about it. Let's take a short break and we'll come back and hear a bit more about this. Tyree Guyton, here on Living Writers. We've got the Liz behind the glass. I'm T. Hetzel. We'll be right back. Welcome back. You've got Living Writers. I'm T. Hetzel. Today, Tyree Guyton is here in the studio. Tyree, thanks so much for talking with me today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So the structure from the house just before the break, just wanted to go back to that for a moment because I I visited the Heidelberg Project a a couple weeks ago. Um, Again, I've I've gone several times and seen the changes that we've been talking about. Um, and this, the house now, when well, when I saw it, and I'm wondering, it, it was um, almost a skeleton of a house, and the roof was offset, so it's not perfectly set as a roof. And there are albums that are hanging from it from by wire or so. Is that... What's happening with the house now? <laughs> well, that's part of the magic. That's part yes. of what I what we've been <clears throat> talking about here. Uh, is as part of that two plus two equals eight, turning the roof of the house and turning it. And um, you know, when you come back, I was working on it today, and so I'm adding some new objects uh, to it in this house. As I said earlier, it's going to become. Uh, it's. Uh, let me also mention that it's, it's 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 part of this exhibition too here at Uma, um, where we had talked about bringing a house here at first, and we decided to keep it on Heidelberg, to keep it in Heidelberg area, and to work on it there. But you can see it on Heidelberg Television here at the university. This house, I'm I'm, I'm really excited about it because this house is going to become part of of the research, part of my conclusion. You know, after 30 years, what do you want to say? So I'm going to take this framework of a house and I'm going to put a little bit of everything on it. And it's going to, and it's going to be my, um, it's, it's going to become part of my argument. It's going to become, uh, 
showing people what the 30-year journey has been for me. And I'm going to put a little bit of everything on this house to show the world and have this house to talk about it. You say to talk about it. And I think that is one of the things that keeps reoccurring whenever I talk with anyone about the Heidelberg Project. Um, People are always saying, talking, it's like something you can talk about. And I think that that's part of the part of your mission, isn't it? To get people talking, to take something that might have felt like a neighborhood that maybe wasn't talking about a lot of things. What do you think, Tyree, with that? Is that is that still part of the mission to get the, the people talking? Uh, yes. <clears throat> Whether I, neighbors or across the world? Absolutely. And, and at the same time, get, uh, you know, uh, using the project as a medicine, and it brings people. People, if it wasn't there, people wouldn't come to see it. And so and so I keep changing it. And I'm comparing the Heidelberg Project to life. And I was in art school, and, and they told me that art is a reflection of life. So knowing that for me, studying life and coming to the realization of understanding that life is always changing, I keep changing that project. And even the weather is changing it, too, yes. Tyree. Like, it's just like, so, and you're building it. And yes. You're, and you're, what did you add today? What was, what were you doing today? Well, the title of the house, once again, I'm calling it the holy place. So I put a cross on the house today, a big cross. Yeah, and this cross, you have to go and see it. I'm not going to tell you. I'm, I'm not going to let well, the cat out the bag. I'm going on October 3rd. Oh, you're going to dig this cross. <laughs> How big is it? <laughs> it's about six feet. It's a big cross. You 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 won't miss it. It's very colorful. It's yellow. It's a bright yellow. And I decided to paint it a bright yellow because I want to stop you. I want you to see it. And so color, use, I use color in such a way, it's kind of like, the John Coltrane's music we've been listening. So I use it in such a way, I want to stop you. I want you to look over and see color. It's like I'm sitting here and I'm, I was looking at a, uh, uh, my little note cards here. And uh, this little note card, it says in Genesis 1 and 3, and God said, let there be light and there was a light. So I painted a yellow cross mounted this cross to the house today and you can't miss it and it's because it's light let there be light light it up light up that neighborhood with color give people a reason to want to come there and it's and, and, and the people that's living there and if they won't go to an art show bring it to the people bring the art to the people bring the world to the people there and also, busloads of school children are coming there. Had them there today. You did? Were any of them from Bunch Elementary? Not today. We <laughs> had a suburban school there today. But they was there, running around, taking it in, taking pictures, asking questions. So, yes, today, every day, kids are coming. We have to prepare kids we have to train them and teach them the importance of using their imagination, making them little thinkers, preparing them for the world. Making them big thinkers. That's right. That's right. <laughs> using art. Using art. Art is the vehicle. I, one of the things, I'm, I'm so glad that my grandfather, when I was a kid, 
gave me a paintbrush because he knew, he knew that if he gave me that paintbrush, it was going to change my world. It was going to change my life. And Grandpa Mackey said something to me, and I'm going to say it now. He said he could see the wind blow. I said, what do you mean, Grandpa? He said, in time. So today, I can see the wind blow. I can see the magic that is out there. I can see the greatness that awaits us. And all it takes is believing it, wanting it, smelling it to the point that you can taste it. That's what I believe. Life is so wonderful. It's so grand. Tyree, you said um, this house, the house, the um, is a is a sort of conclusion. What do you mean by that? Well, thirty years, you know, bringing it bringing it to a uh, a conclusion. You know, Heidelberg Product has been a thirty year journey, and what I said to um, um, to some of my colleagues just the other day, we've been talking about it. I said, I want to do something that has not been done before. And I said, I want to write this dissertation. I've been working with Ray Silverman, and I've been working with Bradley Taylor over at the University of Michigan. Uh, Brad is part of my advisory team. And I said, I want to bring it, I want to, uh, I, I want to create this case. I want to, uh, the Heidelberg product has been a 30-year case study. And so this new house, I'm using this new house to kind of bring it to a, a end, a, a conclusion, and show in the world how the 30-year, this 30-year journey that I've been on, I'm going to take a little bit of everything and put it together and put it out there and say to the world, here's my conclusion. But does that mean it's ending? No. No. Oh, you. It's just that I'm creating a conclusion. I'm saying that, that what Heidelberg has done for me has put me in a position that I can put it all together and show the world what it's been for me over these last 30 years by using this one structure, these two exhibitions up here at the University of Michigan. That's part of it. Putting it in a new space and having the world and having people who, who won't come to Heidelberg but to come there and to look at this project. So I couldn't bring those, those houses here, but I brought the little maquettes yeah. and I have them on display. And so I'm saying, here is, here is my story. Here is what I've been working on. And I'm going to show it to you. And so this new house, and so I want to make it clear. I'm not talking about an end to the Heidelberg project. I'm just simply talking about a 30-year conclusion of me working on this project, showing the world, bringing it together to create something else. 30 years. The journey. And here it is. And I want to sum it all up. I want you to see it in one package. My thoughts and what I've been thinking and how I'm going to put it all together to tell the story. And it's all in process right now, too, yes. right? So you don't even know, maybe, 
That's the magic of it. I don't want to know. I want to get lost in order to be found. You got to lose yourself. So I'm willing to take that chance because I believe there is something greater. Thank goodness, Tyreek, that you're in the world. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the program today. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you so much. Come back anytime. I will. Would you? <laughs> we'll have another, we'll have a continuing conversation. And I'm going to bring my polka dot bag with me again. Yes, you are. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. Before we sign off, let's just uh, really quickly, um, tomorrow, Thursday, yes. there's the talk at Haven Hall. Um, four to five. Four to five. Yes. Um, and then and people can check out the the DAS gallery. Um, what time is it? The exhibit. Thanks Absolutely. to Ray Silverman and to Tina Lee. Um, also Friday. Brad Taylor. Who's Brad the, Taylor. Who's the curator of this exhibition. So definitely want to... Uh, Shout out to Brad. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) And also um, on Friday, you'll be giving the talk, the panel discussion, celebrating 30 years, this 30-year journey, journey, and what's next for Heidelberg Project. Yes. And that's at UMA and the Helmut Stern Auditorium. Yes. um, 5.30 p.m. Absolutely. Tyree Guyton, thank you so much. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Appreciate it. Let's go polka dot something, everybody. Yes. Right now, ladies and gentlemen... Another one of the great things you always ask for, anthropology. Thank <laughs> you.
he looks at her and says, Hey, darling, I can remember when you could start with love. Oh, but ain't that America for you and me? Ain't that America something to see, baby? Ain't that America home of the free? Yeah, little pink houses. You're tuned in to the Daily Sports Report here on 88.3 WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. I'm your host, Jeremy Parks. Joining me on the other side of the glass, we have Alec Geese, Emily Harrard, Will Stanford-Yang, and our newest member, A Little Taste of Europe, straight from Dortmund, Germany, Marius Lex. Marius, how are you? I'm very good. Oh, bring the mic up to you there. I'm very good. 